Everything looks green on my end. Awesome move. This is the happiest day of my life. Really? You <laughs> it's it's not been it's not been a great life. It's been a rough it's been a rough couple of years. Oh no, but I was using the wrong microphone. Look how much better I sound now. Oh snap. Oh listen to those sensual reverberations. Sorry for that fifteen minute delay, but that Final Fantasy dungeon took a little Wait, longer. What final, are you were you playing the Final Fantasies <laughs> online? Or Yeah. Okay. Which I only bring up to mention, you know, I thought I was out of this MMO game. I thought I had to quit cold turkey and the thrill was gone. And then we did a dungeon where the archer decided to pull like two extra groups and bring them over to me. And then I did not tank them. And it felt really good. (laughs) (laughs) Not tanking is nice, huh? I thought I could not get, you know, head up anymore about MMOs that it all becomes so commonplace but it turns out that old thrill is right where I left it because I was like I looked at Grotz and I was like if they go on the healer I'll grab them <laughs> but and he kept running around and like whenever they would go on the healer I'd grab him for a second and then just plant him right back down in the middle of the archers fire AOE and like imagine that the four guys would then just run over and truck the archer once again until he died and he was like, at the after he died and the poll was done, he was like, sorry, I thought we could take it. And I was like, well, I could have taken it, but I didn't. And let that be a lesson to you. That's right. I'll learn you good. <laughs> that, that's not your fucking job to decide that. <laughs> like, Listen, Archer, you bring what we order. Yeah. I don't need you, like, supersizing my milkshake, okay? But I mean, it would have been like, it was just like watching him like run all the way across the room to grab him. It wasn't like they were right next door and it was an accident. I don't know. Whatever. So the archer is just the rogue. That's what that's what I'm hearing. Mm, no, archer is its own thing. Or bard, I guess they they become bards at high level. The new thing is rogue slash ninja. Um, Why would that even be a slash thing? I feel like ninja kind of implies rogue. Well, every job, like. You have a specialization? Yeah, when you hit 30, so like you start out as a gladiator. Well, that's the same way it worked in the other one. Yeah. But in that, like, they were were completely separate jobs. And this one, like, paladin is just this crystal you equip that turns you from a gladiator into a paladin, and you still keep all your gladiator stuff. Whereas in, like, Final Fantasy, it was like, oh, I hit level 30. Now I get to start back at level 1 as a paladin. Yeah, that was super lame, now that I remember it. (laughs) Yeah. Had to grind so hard just to get that heal, and it was stupid. It was grinding the game. Uh, if you'll remember, we basically never got any jobs above level 30, but we got every job to level 30. Because <laughs> people would keep joining, and we essentially had a static party of like our actual real-life friends. But people kept joining and dropping, so we'd be like, oh, no, we can level you up again. This time I'll play Dark Knight, or like yeah. whatever. We can power level you. Come yeah. to the dunes. Yeah. Come to the dunes uh, and power dunes. level. Here you go. Protect four. Let's <laughs> do it. But anyway. Man, I feel like it's so it's been so long since Extra Life that my apology would fall on deaf ears. But I definitely, we did Extra Life and it was fun. And I definitely passed out for six hours in the middle because <laughs> I woke up with the flu that day. <laughs> and at the time, I felt like a huge giant baby because I was like, oh, man. Uh, cold is just knocking me out and now I'm like sleepy and I have a cold so I have to go to bed I feel like a jerk because people are like donating their money and time but then like as the days went on I was like no this is a for real flu and I should not feel bad about that because I'm waking up and like every joint is so sore I can barely stand that's the worst thing about getting old and getting the flu like I never got the achiness before but now that is the defining characteristic of my illnesses yeah that's how you like identify (laughs) yeah I don't even I don't throw up really anymore it's just my whole body hurts which I guess is kind of a fair trade-off but part of me is like you know the the temporary vomiting was awful, but at least it was temporary. This sort of general, I can't move because everything hurts. Yeah. For like 48 hours. I don't know if I like that more or less. Oh, yeah, I'm not really a fan, to be honest. Kind of sucks. I don't know, though. I haven't vomited in a while. Yeah. Next time I vomit, I'll give you guys an update, just so you know. Yeah, heads up. 
was about how many apoplectic, cherry pies will it have been? Apoplectic, uh, plectic, however you say that word, spasms in my stomach, forcing yeah. all the contents out my mouth. Just which tweet is it. Terrible. That's what Twitter's for. I'll tweet about it. Oh God, it's, it's so much worse <laughs> oh, it's than so egginess. Gross. Oh God, maybe it's, it's the like worst you know, ever. it's like your fate. Like I don't know. What's the, the everything is only the worst thing is whatever you're experiencing right now. Yep, that's how I live my life. With no <laughs> sense the, of history. It's not the best. <laughs> That's how I live my life. It's whatever is happening now is the worst thing. It's not the best thing. Everything nope. is just some gradient of worst. Yep. Like the sausage. My whole life is just ground up parts of meat stuffed in sausage. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what's the worst thing. It's a wheel of fortune. Can I forget that this episode even exists? Oh, yeah. That chases them across the desert. And it's also, like, really weird muscular arms, but not so great body. Yeah. That's, like, yeah. Such a strange joke. They were like, okay, we had the gorilla thing about the sand being a thing that manifests around an existing physical object. So a boat, and now it's a car. Uh, turns out Wheel of Fortune is the same way. You look at those muscle arms leaning out the window of his sweet car. You're like, damn, that guy's... Got some ripped-ass arms. And then you destroy his car and his stand, and he's like this weird homunculus. Yeah. He's, yeah, the most simian-looking JoJo's character, and I am including the ape in that. No, I mean, I mean it like homunculus in, like, the sense of... <laughs> the the like, literal sense of like that, not sense, the... sensory homunculus, not yeah. just, like, term for weird-looking, strangely-proportioned dude. Like, or... He's got like the giant fingered chick and full metal alchemist. Yeah. I'm gonna hum that nucleus. One or the other. Mm. A chubby dude, chubby brainless dude. Was he brainless? I thought he was just I mean like he was just dumb. He was just like me, Dave. I mean like he he, I (laughs) mean I thought a lot about food. If I could consume the whole vending machine, that's how it would work out. (laughs) I just need a tongue with some weird symbol on it that lets me bite through steel. My word. So I would not recommend you go out and search for this manga. Uh, it's but called you're about I, to tell me about it anyway. I am a hero just because it's relevant. <laughs> oh, yeah, the zombie one where he might be crazy. It's got it's, a. I mean, it sucks. But I've really? read a lot of. It's, I mean, it's not like the worst thing I've ever read, but it's just sort of lame. I really. Dave, I don't blow your mind, but I know about this and I did want to read it. It's not that good. Oh, it's boo. like. I mean, first off, it's another one of these things where it's like the manga authors will inherit the earth. If you recall, like, I don't know if you ever read, like, 20th Century Boys, but, like, I don't know. It just, I just, it gets under my collar a little bit. It's like manga features prominent manga characters talking about how great manga artists are and how manga is, like, the true art form. Basically just nerds kind of patting themselves on the back. It's just, like, a little much. It's like, well, I guess, no, I skipped the class the day subtlety and subtext were discussed. But anyway, that's not my issue with it. Well, there's a lot of issues to have with it. But one, or I guess I should say, the one thing that's kind of interesting is how long it takes for society to break down. And even, even as it has, like, there's this just, like, Japanese, like, well, rule of law must still be obeyed. So they, like, at some point, like, months into the zombie apocalypse, they're driving along the road, and they're, like, dying of thirst, and they come across a vending machine, and they still scrounge together the change to buy bottles of water, and, like, write an apology note. (laughs) It's just like... This is, of course, after he's killed, you know, how many people? Oh, yeah, and they're like, oh, man, once this is over, we're definitely going to go to jail. And, like, part of it is that he has, like, a a hunting shotgun, and he's got a permit for it. And, like, every time somebody's like, give me that gun, even when it's, like, you know, very standard zombie scenario, like, oh, we're in the camp with the survivors, but they're worse than the zombies. So you've got, like, worse than the zombies, like, sociopath leader guy being like, give me that gun. And he's like, uh, actually, according to Japanese hunting and firearm laws, uh, I could go to jail for if I even let you touch this. <laughs> I mean, that's, like, the only interesting part about it. Otherwise, it's just, like, super lame. Like, now I feel like I've read, like, 30 of these Japanese zombie mangas. Because instead of reading real books, I just pick up the old iPad. I think it's... JoJo's is probably more relevant than any of this. 
it's probably more worth your time, even if a wheel of fortune is not with its like weird sumo metaphor, which I didn't quite feel like was appropriate, though it did lead to punching a car. So I guess <laughs> well, it punching be the, the worst car, thing ever. As soon as you saw the car, you knew the car was getting punched. All right. There was never like it's not like they were going to, you know, somehow get him to leave his car so that they could not punch it. Uh because the car is the stand. If you want to beat the stand user, first you got to rough up that car. Stand. Well, it's kind of interesting because you punch that car right in the bumper, and it's like punching him in the face, but the extra satisfaction of having just punched a car. <laughs> oh, and like yeah, fucking Maria is so stage. impressed by it. It's like, yeah, my stand punched that truck. No big deal. She's like, that's my number one fetish. I'm 12. What's a, a fetish? <laughs> What if Maria is Avdol? You ever think about that? Have we ever seen them in the same place at the same time? Yes, multiple times. Oh, I see. <laughs> well, the theory has some holes. It's got, we got we to gotta just refine it a little bit. Yeah. You are living in a world where, you know, manifestations of psychic energy can, you know, actually appear. You can, you can create things in reality from your mind. So maybe mm-hmm. Avdol has two stands. And one is Maria. One of them is Maria. <laughs> Fool, didn't you know it was me? Avdol slash Maria? I, I wish somebody would anyway, say that. Anyway, I'm Avdol, and I really want to travel the world before it gets my tits. Because otherwise it's going to be unseemly. Which, like, the thruster is like, yeah, okay. That's, uh, all right, it was the 80s, I guess. <laughs> it's a different time. But I think sort of... The less said about Ho Wheel of Fortune, the better. Because, oh, right. And don't they, like, I feel, as someone who is, like, lightly a proponent of this oh God slash oh no movement, I feel like even now they're, like, running it into the ground too quickly. Like, doesn't he go, oh, my God, when they see it's a small car? And it's like, that's not really, that's a very hyperbolic reaction. It's just a small car. And, like, that's sort of, like, the theme of these coming episodes. Is he, like, keeps going at it with the Oh My Gods. Oh, yeah. Or the Oh No's. Yeah. And it's just, like, give it a The rest of them seem a little more appropriate. I feel like, don't you feel like they kind of discovered that the voice actor could do that? And they're like, wait, that was amazing. They were like, what, you speak English? He's like, yes. (laughs) Oh, yes. Because it's like in the next episode, they find a dead guy who got shot like 500 times. And a lizard crawls out of his mouth. And that doesn't warn a (laughs) no-no. But like seeing the small car does. Well, I think they knew something was up. (laughs) Yeah. Well, well, I would hope so. But not enough to be suspicious of like the decrepit old crone slash Native American shaman who leads them to her bread and ble- bread and back breakfast slash palace yeah and they're in like a graveyard uh, somehow this chick's probably all right that that was the most superman effect jojo's moment ever like you know there's this in jojo's it's kind of hard to tell what powers will manifest when like who knows what star platinum is capable of spoilers yeah. we all know that he's capable of basically everything yeah. But, you know, he's always, he can shoot his fingers out, he can punch really fast, he can get you cigarettes from around the corner, <laughs> like, he can do all kinds of things. And so that woman's stand justice, which is a mist form justice, or a, a mist-based uh, stand, Yeah, which is not like these things are Pokemon, why do we keep <laughs> coming up with types for them? <laughs> it's like they keep on describing these things as if there were ever going to be another one. Like, yeah, that's oh, what I was going to say. Like, there better be another fucking misstand. Yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> like, one of them was a car. There's only one car, unless everybody else who has like a car stand is just doing the scenario we described when they ran into the monkey guy, and they're just like using their stand to make deliveries for UPS or something. Yeah. <laughs> Just laying back, reading the newspaper. But, like, her stand is able to obscure an entire graveyard and make it look like a whole town. Well, and animate the dead and make them appear to be alive. In violation of of how her stand actually works, because it's like, she gets inside, the the, the stand gets inside people's bodies through holes, 
drains out their blood and then uses them as a puppet. Or maybe mm. doesn't drain out their blood, just kind of uses them as a puppet. Yeah, it's just a fun puppet time. If somebody's already dead, can they be a puppet? Could they, like, you know, somehow have flesh on their bones again? Because at the you end of like that, it doesn't... really made it seem like none of those people had ever been alive in the time that the people in yeah. JoJo's posse were there. From when they showed up, yeah, they were all dead. So it's not only like a puppeteer stand, it's working in extreme illusion. And of course, like, it's the, the flesh on their bones hardly seems like a stretch when compared to, like, she makes that whole broken down building appear to be a hotel yeah i guess that's true so that's also like that but, building, but, but they but they reference how you have didn't to have, have a second floor <laughs> like they find the one guy who's got holes poked in him, and i guess yeah. he could have actually just been some guy who was passing through because then they do the, the thing with whole horse where he gets a hole poked in him and is used as a puppet yeah or nearly dies i'm a little confused about the the her na- her stand being named justice and she wants justice for her son, quote, unquote. I mean, that's a pretty perverse definition of justice. I think that's the like, point, Dave. I got to get justice just like for the my guy, shitty murdering son. It's just like the guy from Tiger and Bunny. And you're like, can we get past this weird pseudo-nihilism that every villain seems to endorse? Yeah. It doesn't even make sense. But, like, just what was justice? Because she seems Dave, pretty she into it. She worships Lord Dio, yeah. so he can't be wrong. Lord Dio's He's... not good enough to give you a left thumb. <laughs> like, the world could figure that one out. I think she's just, she's just a crazy old lady, Dave. Her concept of justice is going to be incredibly warped. <sighs> yeah, I guess I'm just wondering what she was doing with her stand being justice before her son was dead. Because she seems pretty invested in the concept that her stand's name is Justice, and that's important, and has some like like resonance to her as a person. Hey man, like some people confuse some Justice and her. Revenge all the time. I just want to know what the previous Justice was before her son was dead. <laughs> she was like, I think it was still called Justice, and she was still a crazy old lady doing terrible things to people. Yeah, she Although... was like, I'm about to get Justice for these french fries. They're undersalted. <laughs> <laughs> Kill them, <laughs> Jay Giles. She stabs a clerk in the hand. A little hole appears. Pop. Oh, no. <laughs> I did like that. When when the whole horse is like, yeah. I'm here to revenge you, the murder of your son. And she's like, stabbing you with the scissors in the fucking hand, whole horse. Nobody likes you. And I'm like, yeah, kill him. I still don't get why whole horse isn't more powerful. His stand is literally gun. <laughs> like, if, if I mean, it has Paul to be better Nara's than Paul silver chariot can move at the speed of light, how fast can the bullet go? <laughs> it's just, it seems impossible well, there's nothing saying that that bullet goes any faster than a regular bullet just because one stand can go at the speed of light but then why not <laughs> why not like why because you... some some guys are just born lucky well if i just it, it, it never misses it can curve you only <laughs> shot one guy and he was mostly dead already well yeah he'd been stabbed like a whole bunch <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't, even hit, you didn't even hit the guy you were trying to hit. Yeah, actually, you can't come to think of it, Abdul got shot I because he was like Secret Service and Balnera. He's like, no, we can round that up. Yeah, well, I mean, it, I wanted to kill him vaguely, just not right now. We wanted yeah. him to die eventually. Yeah, we were going to get all of them, so I'm going to still put a check mark. Why in not the have it just be like an artillery column. shell? Like yeah. my my stand is a nuclear bomb. What if the stand was the? I, I mean, I I know this isn't true, but what if the stand was a gun, but you still had to put bullets in it? Like worse stand, just normal ass bullets. I know the Dude, bullets are part of the stand. Can you, no, can you imagine how powerful that would be? Actual well, bullets, like might be better. Well, I guess it depends. You would you would never be disarmed. It's true, uh, but you wouldn't be able to make the bullet disappear when it was going to shoot you in the throat. Well, what's crazy is his gun never misses, but he always announces he's about to fight people. Yeah. Just shoot them from an alley. Well, he's got a little panache. He's no Jay Giles. <laughs> Jay Giles was a practice killer, man. He was in it. Even Jay Giles, though, he sets up like a whole Friday the 13th horror scenario before trying to kill people. Yeah, I know. He should have How just do you mess that up? <laughs> like, if, there, if I can see your reflection in glass, my stand can kill you. I would just yeah. walk around with, like, a fogged mirror that was difficult to see in <laughs> so people wouldn't understand what was happening. 
Oh, and I guess that's kind of ultimately what happens when it's the reflection in people's eyeballs that uh, it's going to stab people in. Yeah. God, that was so dumb. <sighs> that was, I don't know. I, I like what they're, I, I like how they keep going back to like, I can't tell you what Lord Dio stand is. Yeah. I'm never going to tell him I'm loyal to you. And maybe it's just because I know what it is. And it, to be frank, it's not that exciting. Like, it's good. Even like, if you good... knew what it was, would it even matter? Yeah, like, would that help you? You'd be like, oh, wait, <laughs> wait, guys, just spoil wait. it. <laughs> he can stop time. Like, if you Joseph heard that... runs into the scene. It's like, he's not teleporting. He's stopping time. It's like, so we're who even, cares? Like, I'm getting the point, shit kicked out that, of me. Yeah, at the point you receive the information, like, he's not teleporting, you guys. He's stopping time. The first thought in your head should be, I'm actually more screwed than I thought I was. Yeah. How do you compete with that? It's like, that's way I can't even guess where he's coming from because he might have just stopped time right now and I might already be dead. What if I'm just living in this quarter of a second for the rest of my life? But, I mean, in typical JoJo's fashion, that's not how it goes down. And there are copious amounts of internal dialogue while time is frozen. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically the same as like being underwater with the Captain Tennille. <laughs> uh, but anyway, we've got other stand users to address before we get to Dio-sama. Yeah. Well, I guess I... Not really knowing what the JoJo's progression is outside of the OVA, which I barely remember. I guess Dude. I'm kind of surprised that this chick didn't hang out longer. She's still... Oh, I guess she isn't alive because the lover... What's his face with the lover kills him? She seemed like she'd be like second in command. <laughs> I mean, she kind of was, but I just mean well, like... Well, I mean, there's nobody really who's anything but Dio's pawn. Like, that's kind of the yeah. point of him, right? Yeah, I just... I guess I just mean like second to last. <laughs> yeah. Like... Seemed like they take her out, and that'd be the final. Yeah, key. it's not like they really up the ante ever with these stands. Like, oh my gosh, like it's not really ever the Dragon Ball scenario where the next stand is always way more powerful because the stands mostly operate as like a magic trick. As soon as you yeah. understand them, you can beat them either by inhaling them into Star Platinum, punching an underwater vent, <laughs> or, or you know, just playing some sweet tenor sax. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, uh, it's never, there's never a moment where it's, it's, it goes into Dragon Ball Z and they're like, oh my gosh, Frieza can destroy a whole planet. Yeah. I hope well, Goku's soul bomb works. <laughs> it's just, Destructo Disc is going to bring us through this time, I'm Dude, sure. Dude, how did that, I never really got why those powers never made more sense. Like, Krillin's like, this thing can cut through anything, but he's just going to dodge it, Krillin. You yeah, sh- you deserve to die on Namek. Krillin needs to, you need bald to bastard. Practice your accuracy, bro. <laughs> bro, it's like I'm doing my best. Hit the I'm gym, so bro. Tiny. Goku grew up so big, and I'm still baby sized. Yeah, I'm Krillin. I'm Krillin the baby. That's what they call me. Might as well. You and never I don't grew want any hair. To, but they keep dodging my destructo disc when they when I try and make them stop. Some say that I am fated to be the foil that releases Goku's. Inner Super Saiyajin. Hey, I even went to that heavy planet and all. Heavy that super planet tiny gravity planet. Oh, <laughs> uh, but so it, well, I don't even remember really what the progression of these episodes is. It's okay, Wheel of well, Fortune, then Justice, then the Lovers, right? But we can't skip. We could gloss over any part of Justice you want, except for the part where she makes Polnareff lick a shitty toilet. <laughs> Which was somebody said. There's more stuff with Polnareff and toilets later on. Yeah. And it probably was worse than the tongue thing. And it also is like, why wouldn't you just kill him? Yeah. There's only, you got, got a lot of killing left to do. I guess it's because you know Paul Narf killed Jay Giles. But still. Yeah. Well, she, want, yeah, she wants to rub it in. That's the downfall of every villain. Is just may, wanting to make their nemesis lick a toilet. <laughs> and he's like, come on. This sucks. Get your face in there. I don't know. It was sort of funny in a way. It was funny enough to like keep me entertained that like she's got this army of zombies and Polnareff's like, oh, of all the rooms I ran into, I ran into one with this shitty toilet. And also, I hate Asia and their squat toilets that sometimes have pigs in them. Yeah. It's like, all right, racist. (laughs) It all goes to the same place. Don't worry about it. She gets them in the tongue. 
which just seems like it would be excruciatingly painful. Because that's how our sand works. We sort of, like, for people who haven't seen the show, feel like you need to detail that, like, she she gets a wound in you. No, no matter how big the wound is, she can make it pop like a big Swiss cheese circle just in your hand. And then that's when the fog goes in and controls you. So she, like, pokes him in the tongue. It may even be, I guess, at some point there's a baby. And, like, all the zombies have pointy, like, tongues what can stab you and i think that's how she gets jojo is like jojo's fighting him off and then baby's like pack right yeah your leg. no that's exactly what happens and you're like come on baby get on the team good <laughs> yeah you're a baby how'd you find a baby skeleton like <laughs> it's like <laughs> beloved son lost at birth yeah that's the saddest thing ever <laughs> yeah and it's so gross. and like yeah lightning fast punches really just so-so against... Uh, I don't understand why Star Platinum didn't just punch that lady right in the face. Yeah. He's super fast. We already know they're... that much. And she's an old lady. He just yeah. got done punching a car. That's the thing. JoJo is at, like, the peak physical ability he doesn't of even a Japanese have to be high school. Any physical ability. Star Platinum is completely a manifestation of his like mental energy, right? Yeah. So everything Star Platinum can do, it can do because of like what he's capable of in his mind. So it's just like <laughs> he could be a paraplegic, and Star Platinum would still be just as baller. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, I don't know. I guess I just meant like she doesn't even have the physical ability of say Captain Tenille. Well, yeah, but uh, when the stand takes over JoJo's body. Yeah. Why does that constrict Star Platinum from just, you know, totally, like, ratcheting her in the face? Well, we don't really know what the connection between body and stand is to it. Like, it seems to go back and forth, because it's not like JoJo has to do the punch motion. Yeah. It's like he's, like, standing there, like, working his shoulders while Star Platinum's going crazy. I, I mean, maybe she saps your mental control. Well, no, but there, there is a connection, because then later in The Lovers, when... uh when um, Kakuin, uh constrains the the actual stand, the guy can't move either. So it seems like they kind of play fast and loose with the stand rules. Not yeah. like there really are stand rules, so they can be as loose with them as they want, because who well, cares? Well, I mean, people in the comments have gone so far as to be like, that thing that they explicitly said was a stand rule eventually just stops counting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like they don't even try. And I'm fine with that, honestly. Yeah, I just I wish that they wouldn't even suggest it, it as a thing. But I mean, I guess they have to have it as a thing because if it weren't, like Star Platinum would just forever be punching the people. Like as soon as she's like, "I've stabbed you," and then she's like, "Oh no 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 no!" <laughs> yeah, but would that be a problem? <laughs> I guess, I you know. could just skip right from like his Columbo moments of like. I never said my name was Jotaro. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, but you wrote in the logbook. And he's like, I wrote Quotaro. Quotaro. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> he's like, I don't know. He's like, I'm just playing with you. And now Star Platinum's going to play with your face. Why is your name Enya? <laughs> it's like, just one of the many casualties of the 80s references. Maybe that's why she was a villain. It's like no weird, whatever you called this stuff, ambient pop music. Yeah. It's like, oh, Jojo, it's time for you to face my stand. The Orinoco Flow. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway, so she actually lives through the experience with Jojo because Jojo just commands Star Platinum to inhale all of justice. Yeah. And he's like, a delicious. Oh, my tummy is so full of this delicious sand. Do I get its powers or something now that I've eaten it? It's like Kirby. Yeah, sure. I was going to say uh, the dude in Full Metal Alchemist, but also Kirby. My sand is basically Kirby. I mean, it's fat, it's pink, it eats stuff and gains their powers. Punches guys. That could be a cool stand. Maybe they're going to run into that stand later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I need some good power steel and sands. Have there been any? 
I don't think so. Although, weren't there ones that, like, sapped other people's powers? I guess that's kind of what was happening with one of Tennille's weird ocean creatures. The was, particles. Yeah, it was, yeah. like, causing, enter- like, it was... That uh, weakened you. Or it was also, they were forming on Star Platinum and causing it to become weaker. But mm. who cares? That guy was mm. lame. Joseph going around with the cultural outreach. <laughs> He's like, you got to go up to these guys. All right. When you roll up, you got to be like, assalamu alaikum. <laughs> it's like, we are going to get murdered. They're going to know you're American and they're just going to off yeah. you. <laughs> He's like, we got to get the fuck out of here. And he tries to jump into the car and like uses his stand to like swing like a grappling hook. He's like, this is all my stand is good for. You've seen what else it can do. Answer nothing. Uh, so I'm trying to swing like a grappling hook, but like the car moved all the way over there. Fuck! And I almost got impaled on these spikes. Oh no! Yeah, like I, I guess he was trying to vault into the car. Then the illusion shifted and realized he was jumping onto the spikes, and that's when Hermit of Purple came into effect. And he was like, "Oh God, guys, using my sand really tuckered me out. You better leave me behind. I'm gonna need at least a weekend off." Yeah. Uh. Meanwhile, Enyaba is composing the ending theme to Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Don't they just tie her up and put her in the trunk? Yep. That seems like a cold thing to do to an old lady. Like, she might die from that. Well, I think they're really nice, because the next episode they go to get Donner kebabs, and he buys five. And I was like, oh, they've bought one for Enyaba. Where you get, like, yeah, part of the, like, continuing cultural outreach is, like, how to barter in the Middle East. (laughs) Like, you got to talk them down. And the saddest thing about that is I guess these are still 1980s prices. Because when he was, like, a thousand yen for five donor kebabs, I was like, holy shit, that's a good price. Like, ten bucks for five sandwiches? Yeah. That's awesome. Ultimately... He paid he like, like double the amount. Yeah, he was like, I would. I think it was like triple. He was like, I would have sold those sandwiches for a hundred and fifty yen. Yeah, and I was like, it, a dollar kebab is effectively just a shawarma sandwich. Though I've never seen one in the in the flesh. I understand it. But buying one of those from a cart in New York is like eight bucks. That's because you live in New York. Sure, but even in Philly, in Philly, you could get one for fifty cents. What? I'm not serious, but whatever. New York is more expensive about everything. <laughs> I mean, some of the cheaper, like, the cheaper carts are probably around five. But still, like, that's why I was like, man, that seems like a great price. And then they start talking about haggling. And I was like, 450 yen, that's still great. And then he's like, I would have sold it for 150. And I was like, man. Take that, Joseph, you idiot. I, I wish worker, like, consumer wages kept up with inflation. Now you're making me sad, JoJo, using economics. <laughs> I was just like, that sounds so cheap. Go there, but that, I guess I was like Jerry's fucking axiom. <laughs> it's like the dollar sandwich. He's like, you can buy a sandwich for a dollar in the Philippines and eat it all day. <laughs> so <laughs> there are still some places in the world. That are incredibly poor? Yes. Yes. <laughs> There's some places in the world that are incredibly poor. Most, most places actually. I was just, I was just so proud of Joseph for like buying one for the old lady. I was like, good on you, Joseph. And then, didn't they immediately discover that she was dead after he bought the sandwiches? Oh no! Well, they immediately, she immediately starts freaking out, and then he realizes that the sandwich vendor is the lovers. And I was like, then what the fuck was the haggling all about? <laughs> Typical JoJo. What like, was wait, was he just acting extremely in character? He was acting so in character that Did his thoughts were also in... Yes. <laughs> Unless, maybe I looked away from the screen or something, and he like, beat that guy up and took his costume. I don't think that's what happened. I think the, the guy just had, like, a kebab or something. I don't I don't think it was him. I'm pretty sure he was wearing, like, the same coat, though. <laughs> that would be pretty hilarious. But I don't know that's that it only- actually went down that way. Well, I, I, I really just prefer to never know. <laughs> like, it, it is. It would just, be a thousand times more JoJo's if that's exactly what happened. Yeah. It's like, idiots, I made you pay too much for that, and now I'm going to murder you, and, and Yama's yeah. already dead. So welcome to The Lovers, a.k.a. Dan of Steel. <laughs> 
AKA, is that really I less of a risk? I don't want to do your dirty work. I mean, no maybe more. it is. It's definitely less of a risk than just saying Steely Dan. But you got to wonder... Why does How litigious anyone care? Is, yeah, like, it's not even if they care. Isn't it's like, like literally where, if they could ever find out. Even if they did find out. Are, is your brand being diluted? Like, anybody's going to confuse this character that appeared in a manga with the progressive rock band from the late 70s and early 80s. Hey, man, they're still touring, so they gotta, they do have to protect that brand. You think they'd be excited? Yeah, they'd be like, oh, God, someone remembers us. That's amazing. What's your favorite Steely Dan song? Dude, Dirty Work was like on loop in my head for four weeks. (laughs) I listened to that multiple times. There was one day at work where I just put it on loop and listened to it all day. I'm not even joking. Your coworkers were like beating down the walls of your No, I had it on headphones. Oh, so they were just doing that because you were singing it out loud. (laughs) You were harmonizing. You were like, Dirty Work. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Joel, come on. What the fuck? They're I'm like, in IT. No. Dirty work is all up too. Yeah, man. I had my like. I tweeted about it briefly, but I had my like fucking all staff meeting today, and that was the worst waste of time. Especially since I use the same shitty caterer they always use, whose food always sucks. I love how the, the time, meeting was a waste of time because the food sucked. Like there was well, just the I assumption there was it was, it was a free waste. lunch. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "Here's my PowerPoint presentation. That's basically a picture of all the expensive stuff we bought to justify our budget." And I was just like, "The the thing that I like best about my job is I can just keep." detach almost completely from any care about like the department like bureaucracy or anything like that but like it just comes up once in a while and i guess i shouldn't bitch because it comes up so rarely but like they laid out markers on the table and made us like it was so absurd i was just like this is like children's busy work like i have a job which is not to say that i have something to do at this moment, <laughs> but you think I do. <laughs> uh, and I'd rather be reading the rest of I Am a Hero. <laughs> which, which I, I don't even like. Is not completed. And now whenever I decide to read mangas, I just check if they're finished. Because <laughs> there's no point in reading them otherwise. Uh, and mangas never end. <laughs> like, that's, that's the dark secret of mangas. It's like, why have a story that could go on for one year when it could go on for nine? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, you really start to get some of those pacing problems when they, you view them in the long form. Certainly the most frustrating thing about reading manga is becoming current with something and then being like, oh, great. Well, I have to wait a month to read 15 more pages. And then you read those 15 pages and you're like, well. See you next month. So that's definitely frustrating. But like the second level of frustration is just reading through these like 15 pages and be like, nothing happened in those 15 pages. Nothing happened in those 15 pages. Like, and just sort of like reflecting back on the person who must have been reading this manga in like 2002 and be like, that was one thirtieth of a scene. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, it's just, like, I don't know. Crunchyroll, like, all the Crunchyroll manga, uh, for the most part, it is, like, simulpub, I think they call it. And it seems like probably because they're new, they have a lot of new series, probably because they're cheap. So, but that means you, like, read something of which only five chapters exist in the whole world. And then you're just like, well, I'm never going to know how that ends because I'm going to hold off on reading it for so long because I don't want to be disappointed by reading it month to month and only seeing the 15 pages, that I'm literally going to forget its existence for, like, 10 years. Like, I don't know. I'm not built for, really, comics of any stripe, but, like, it's just not my scene, man. Unless they keep it, like, fresh and loose, like that, uh, that Azumanga Dai or that Yotsuba, where you, like, get to the end and you're like, well, that was a jaunt. Like, you should, you know, like, uh, if you I want, I gotta know if she flips the pancake. You should, uh, you should read One Punch Man. I know everybody's talking about that, but I know I'm just gonna read it super fast and then, like, but it's <laughs> nice because it's it's more like Azumanga Dayo than an actual story. Yeah, I mean, so, so, so there, that's what like I found the, is like the most tolerable thing. It's there's like the pretense of a plot, but it's really mostly just gags over and over again. 
And so I you're, you're kind of just reading it for the gag. So every every issue that you read or every series or whatever, you know, little short plot arc kind of ends with a joke. So you feel satisfied for having gotten your little snippet of it. Yeah. I mean, it's just like I was reading that um, Capellian manga and I loved it. I thought it was great. It had all the things I like. Put, punching the protagonist through walls. It looked like it was drawn in the 90s. It was about nuclear radiation. And the solution was to build genetically engineered high school students so they could wear schoolgirl uniforms. Not my favorite part, but they did it in a way that was like the lowest. Like It would barely register on the creepy Japanese schoolgirls Richter or Richter scale or Geiger counter, whatever you want to call it. But I like got like 150 chapters in and I was like, I just got to stop. Cause at some point I'm going to get to the end of this and then I'm going to be really disappointed because I am so enjoying reading like 10 chapters a night and like reading it, being so invested in it that like I fall asleep holding the iPod or the iPad. And that's sort of like when I realize it's time to go to bed and I just got a little nightstand next to me. I just slip it into the nightstand and then I fall asleep and it's great. <laughs> and like, I love it. And I, I love having something like that where I just want to read it until I can't even keep my eyes open, but knowing it would be not that it would be over, but that I would never get to finish it. Probably <laughs> just like broke my heart and broke and broke my will frankly. And then I was like, well, I'm just going to read bad stuff that is finished. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's sort of a problem with comics in general, right? Yeah. Like, they have story arcs and they're perceivable like, you know, the, these are the limits of this story, but essentially, the overall story is never ending. Like, they're never going to end Batman. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that was sort of the thing about, like, One Piece, too. Like, we watched so much One Piece. One Piece also got bad, and I, that's the main reason we dropped off it, because, like, there was a precipitous cl- decline of quality. But also, it was just, like, this creeping realization. I was like, oh, there's only, like, 100 episodes left. Like, there's only 50 episodes left, and we've been watching these, like, four or five a day. <laughs> And so, like, eventually that's just going to stop. For whatever reason, that makes me, like, really sad. But anyway, I feel like if we give The Lovers the short shrift, this podcast has been a total waste. Why? The Lovers is another lame stand. Okay. I said it. So, it's a terrible stand. Its power is, it's a tiny little robot that goes into your brain and makes... Is this the thing that makes the flesh blood buds? Is that no, like it, it just it planted the flesh bud and it was tearing oh, okay. up the so brain? So it's just like it's like Johnny Appleseed just carrying around a like a satchel. Theo. Yeah, it's okay. a vampiric spore right, essentially because that's like the they use the hamon to destroy it. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so it's just it doesn't do shit. Then it just sort of like uses its robot crab claws. Well, it somehow holds to him. like knead your brain. The worst part is like. When it's in uh, Joseph's brain, Jojo threatens to kill whatever that guy's name is. I don't remember his name. Yeah, it's it's Dan of Steel. Dan of Steel. He threatens AKA to kill Dan. The lovers. <laughs> AKA Steely So Dan. fast he won't feel it. And you know what? I believe that that's possible. I think Star Platinum could just like scoop off the front of that guy's head with his hand before he had a chance to react. So here's the thing. I mean, is that what happened? It's not like it's what is happening here, but the pain is like transmuted between the two of them. Is he just purposely making the part that Jojo hurts on him hurt on Joseph? No, I think it's or, the only thing that happens is Dan feels an extremely low level of whatever pain is inflicted, but whatever uh, sensation he receives, the person with the lover inside of him it's mirrored to them. Well, no, it's it's even worse. Like, remember yeah, the yeah. scene where he's, like, scratching his back? Like, mm-hmm. Jojo has to scratch his back. And Joseph is freaking out and drawing a crowd because he's screaming because it hurts so much. Yeah. So, here's the thing. It, I don't want to sound here's insensitive the thing. to Joseph. Just kill your grandfather. Well, that <laughs> that's a solution. I also want to say, I know that he says, ow, it hurts so bad, even in my artificial hand, that shouldn't have pain feelings. It's still an artificial hand. 
So dad or granddad, pop pop, please take one for the team. I'm going to break every finger on this guy's fucking hand. <laughs> and then we're going to see if the lovers is still hanging out in your brain after I'm done. Like, <laughs> like how is totally that calls. not the that first solution? That would be solution. way more JoJo's. You're right. So be like, fine, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to start choking you. <laughs> yeah. And if he dies, I'm still going to be choking you. How about that? <laughs> yeah, it's like, how does this I end well? Like, this is why hostage situations are completely bogus. Like, <laughs> well, this is the worst hostage situation ever because it's like, there's no scenario. There's just there's no scenario in which Dan comes out on top. Yeah, like even if, if jo- Joseph if Joseph dies, dies like, can you imagine? <laughs> it's gonna be terrible. <laughs> well, maybe not that bad because they'll be like, eh. It's still Joseph. I mean, I get him. I don't know why JoJo even used Star Platinum to beat him up. I would have <laughs> just barehanded him. It's like, all right, I'm gonna be, you know, wading through your guts in a second here, buddy. Prepare yourself. I'm not even gonna like <laughs> order, order, order you. I might say it, but I'm really just gonna be punching you in the groin. That would have been incredible. If like, <laughs> if that's what Star Platinum did. Just appears underneath him. <laughs> yeah. Go for like the one-two He's combo. He's like saddle striding his punches as he rides into the air on a on a fisty cushion of punches. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like Star Platinum using his balls as a speed bag. And then Joju just comes up from behind. And gives him the old knuckle to the taint. <laughs> it's just like, I no matter how little pain he feels, and how great the pain Joseph feels is, like, there's gotta be a point, unless it's gonna kill Joseph, where you can inflict sufficient pain to make Dad of Steel well, but regret I mean, like, that's his the life whole... choices. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the thing, like... JoJo is spending the whole time in his bravado writing down everything that he owes Dan of Steel. Like, yeah. once they figure it out and get rid of him. But, I mean, really, I really wish it was more of a Darby scenario where Joseph, where JoJo just completely outmans Dan of Steel. Like, yeah. I feel like that was the moment that needed to happen. Like, Kakawin and Paul Naroff shrinking down their stance yeah, to go the inside. Incredible of, journey. Yeah, go inside <laughs> of Joseph's brain. And like fighting the now the stand that is not only chewing up the brain but making copies of itself from chewed up brain cells, which completely indistinguishable from the real thing. But like, and then like Cockwing, like they let it get away, even though they completely constrained it and could have killed it. And JoJo's like, "I'll be merciful to you." It's like I'm gonna kill that little girl. But it turns out that you know whatever Cockwing's stand is called, something emerald. Emerald Splash. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's his move. It's uh, Hierophant Purple. Oh, no. It's Hierophant, Hierophant Green. Hier- it's actually... The- it is? Yeah. It's totally green. Is it? It is not purple. Oh, right. The it is green. I mean, that makes green. sense. Because his power is Emerald <laughs> Splash. But sometimes it is purple. <laughs> I think I mentioned in the first podcast we did. And that, hence my confusion. I think a shadow thing. But anyway... Like, it was wrapped around its leg the whole time, so it just pulls him out. Yeah. (laughs) And then JoJo gets to look at Dan and be like, all right, the gloves are off. And by gloves, I mean the psychically manifested fists of my, you know, wavy-haired protector are just going to pummel you into oblivion right now. I really feel like I should mention that I said the incredible journey when describing them going into the body, (laughs) which is the story about the pets trying to go home. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and the actual movie is the fantastic voyage <laughs> oh the incredible journey terrified me as a child when the cat falls yeah. into the water could not oh, handle it it's the scariest thing ever cannot handle that movie i would get up and leave the room yeah <laughs> and i would like i watched that movie like 10 times too and every time i had i was like no way cat yeah. don't cross the stream don't do it you're not gonna make it cat also, like, how many cats died filming that scene? Was that that movie? No, that's the- Milo and Otis, I think. Like, that's the one that, yeah. 
I like brought that up on Twitter and Zach was like, yep, they killed like 80 kittens. <laughs> and I was like, oh, good. Well, there is no ASPCA in Japan, I guess, or <laughs> it doesn't really matter. It's not, it doesn't they're have just, as much they're, teeth. They're just distracted by the whole dolphin culling thing that goes on every yeah. year. <laughs> like, don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, now I look it up. Other scenes were the source of controversy were the scene of a kitten flying off a cliff and the scene of a pug fighting a bear. It's like, it is kind of true. It's like, no matter how trained that bear is, <laughs> like, some of those dogs got eaten. <laughs> yeah, no matter how trained that bear is, eventually nature came came to its senses and just crushed the life out of the abomination <laughs> that was to, the pug. I was trying to convince Grotz. I was like, you know, like, so there's animal husbandry, right? And, like, we've been practicing essentially genetic engineering on animals for tens of thousands of years. Yes. But now we got down to a science, literally, like, we can isolate the genes that make bears docile and cute and, then we, and small. And then we can just breed these tiny bears that never get bigger than, like, dogs, and you can just have bears as pets. And Dude, like, you already have that. They're red pandas. <laughs> but, the, but those are... I, I don't think they're technically bears, but they are cute. <laughs> Who cares if they're not bears? I don't need to actually have a miniature Kodiak wandering around on a leash. Yes, you do. <laughs> Why would I even want a tame bear? How about I have I a well-fed know. bear that obeys me just vaguely? Because like, I, I don't, don't want think a, it will. I don't, want, I don't want a tame bear. I want a bear and the opening to its cage is just pointed at my front door and there is a <laughs> yeah. remote control release. Uh, bring it. <laughs> Like, solicitor slash time warner cable or comcast oh my friends are like yo right to bear arms and i'm like right to bear bears come <laughs> yeah. come at me with your little 22 pistol with your concealed also, the carry cage license is a cannon yeah that's right it's not even a cannon it wouldn't have to be bears can hit like 30 miles an hour <laughs> i know but what if they're this whatever the-, the tension in their haunches is enough to rocket them <laughs> at any attacker dave <laughs> Can you imagine a? Well, you don't even need a bear cannon. How <laughs> you wouldn't even have the could. bear? The bear wouldn't even have to be threatening. It could just like groggily lumber out. Yeah, and then people would just be like, "Peace." It's like it comes out. It's actually wearing one of those nightcaps that I've strapped to its head. <laughs> yeah, some jammies. Oh no, he's got a bear, and I'm like, "That's Rubbing right." His face. I don't need a gun. They all run away, and the bear just wanders out and picks out the morning paper. Then lumbers back. back Like lumber was literally invented about bears. That's the word you use to describe their movements. It's when they first saw elephants. They're like these bear-like creatures. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, just just wanders back and eats the cat's food. (laughs) The cat's like, okay, Gus. He's like, he's like, all right. This is the way it has to be. I'm not stupid. I know what's up. Yeah. I saw Milo and Otis. <laughs> <laughs> that that was my brother. All seven of them. When when the Planet of the Eights Cats version happens, Milo and Otis will be their battle cry. Yeah. For Otis! I don't know which one was the dog and the cat. Was it Milo? <laughs> I, I think Milo was the cat. That's just my guess. Oh, this sounds more like a shitty dog name. They could both be dog names. I would never yeah. name a cat either of those. Nope. Uh. <laughs> so lovers. <laughs> so it's hanging out in his brain. And he's like, wait, we can hermit to purple this it's- TV to see. Or, uh, I mean, No, you're right. Hermit purple the TV. The yeah, hermit, hermit purple is purple. The, TV. the hierophant is green. Hierophant is green. Green hierophant. This is going to be on the test. <laughs> New Roy G. Biv mnemonic. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm going to hermit the purple, the shit out of this TV, so you guys can, like, because they're not in there. They can't see through their Stan's eyes, or at least that's the pre- impression I get. They're doing this on TV. And it's like, uh, speaking as someone who's played online video games for the past, like, 19 years like yeah i don't know like a hundred milliseconds of latency is pretty shitty so i don't know what kind of lag hermit purple has but when you're doing with like one wrong step and he's basically going to be a vegetable (laughs) they just yeah oh silver chariot just lashes out joseph immediately pees his pants yeah 
<laughs> my bad. My bad. I, He's I like, pull her up. What the fuck? I love how they, they imagine the brain is all of these open channels. Yeah. Well, that's like, that's the space between like the blood membrane on the inside of the skull and then the brain. No, they make it seem like it's like deep inside the brain. Like if if Joseph is supposed to die within an hour and that tiny thing is only doing the amount of damage they discover when it when it gets in. I mean, that's like that, is, that looks more like cancer that kills you in two years than something that takes you out in an hour. Well, it also seems to be like the amount of damage done was literally no damage because <laughs> he seems fine. And. The lover's escape route is to burrow into his brain <laughs> like a badger. <laughs> We've got to go deeper. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I, and the fact that like it multiplies into even weaker versions than itself. Yeah. That was dumb. Because like we've seen what Silver Chariot is capable of. How is it just not zipping around or making multiple copies of itself? And then zipping around and killing all these things. Come on, guys. You're, you're, I mean, Polnareff, your power is to move faster than the speed of light. Or at least you killed something that moved that quickly. So just stab all of them. <laughs> yeah. How fast could it be? It's a tiny robot. You were making fun of somebody that shot bullets at you. <laughs> like, how could this? It's not even a tiny robot. It's like some kind of insectoid thing. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like the, the conceit that the lovers is actually powerful fell apart almost immediately. And it seemed like it was way too much work to just kill them all. Cause it's like, Oh, you didn't notice what Hierophant green was doing. You're all wrapped up. Now we know which one is real. Oh, I got to get out of here, but you're still wrapped up. And even though you were completely constrained before, and that was affecting Steely Dan, he has no idea that Hierophant green is still attached to his ankle. Well, it's just like, what's, what's consistency. I just wanted JoJo to punch the guy. I wanted it to be like Darby, where JoJo just completely outbluffs yeah. him. Yeah. I didn't want it to be like, this is actually something we've got to figure out. I wanted way more JoJo is totally bar- baller and less Scooby in the gang. Yeah, well, I mean, what the truth is, but that's most JoJo's, right? I feel like it's got to be at least like three out of five. It's like, oh, I do it the whole time. Like, I pretty much have this shit handled from the jump. And I was just letting you get your licks in because it would be more fun. He's like, so he comes up to the lovers. And he's like, oh, I was just letting you roll out that Aesop's fable. Yeah. <laughs> like, tourists in the hair. You think I don't know that shit? You think we don't have that in Japan? My dad or my grandfather's American, you jerk. If you look up the lovers stand on what I guess is JoJopedia, <laughs> JoJo's Bizarre Encyclopedia, it lacks even the strength to move a single hair. How is it even able to dig through a brain, then? Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of inconsistencies in the JoJo-verse. Better not to think about it. Am I right? Better just to hope that the next one will be better. But I wasn't about to give up, like, because we usually watch four, and I watched five episodes, because I was like, well, I got to know how this shitty, tiny stand gets it to do. And, like, this is just, we're at maximal oh-nos and oh-my-gods in this level. And, like, per, perhaps rightfully so. Because he's getting the crap kicked out of him. But I really think Dad could have took one or two on the chin. Yeah, I kind of wish it had become, like, a competition of tolerance of pain and stuff. <laughs> it would have been so much better. It wasn't like, cause, I mean, I guess you were supposed to get satisfaction out of JoJo just beating that guy up after he did all those terrible Cause JoJo things. JoJo was feeling so salty because the dude was, like, making him go around and, like, rob jewelry stores and then get beat up after he turns him in for robbing the jewelry stores. Yeah, that was pretty stupid. Hey, this guy's shoplifting. And then he steals stuff anyway. Gosh. Dan of Steel, you are a jerk. Well, that was the great. He's like, all right, JoJo, use your stand to steal that bracelet. And he's like, okay. And then he's like, hey, that guy's stealing a bracelet. And then as the guys are kicking the crap out of JoJo, who has to lie there and take it, he's like, I stole like 50 bracelets while they were their attention was on you. I'm the lovers. It's like, what is your power even if you don't want to just murder somebody in like a really ineffective, super slow way? So I guess is less physical than like polluting their body with spiritual barnacles or like putting a bunch of holes in them. It's just like 
I just wonder sometimes, what do these guys do for their day jobs? Yeah. Or I guess it was the 80s, so the idea of this, like, contract work was not completely entrenched in our culture. Like, nowadays, people with stands would still have to have day jobs, and then, because there just wouldn't be a need for them most of the time, because usually there isn't, like, a Dio Brando slash Joe Star rivalry going. That only comes around, like, every 60 years. So, like, in the off-season, they've just got to be a temp. Like, there's no job security. Like, you're born, you've got, like, I've got this magnificent power. It's like, what is it? Hyper-precise and fast punches and kicks? And he's like, no, just got this shitty little insect, man. (laughs) He can, like, grab your brain. Yeah. And knead it with his insect or scissor-like claws. They have, like, I love their, like, in the absence of Ario Speedwagon... We have not completely lost the narration where they're like, he's kneading his brain, Mr. Joestar's brain with his scissor-like hand. It's like, so is he dead? Because <laughs> like, I feel like no matter how small the scissor, one good knead on a brain is enough to I, at least I put mean, you out. I don't know, man. They talk. There's the story about that guy that had the railroad spike shoot yeah. through his head and it just made him grumpier. Phineas kids I've been a little more than grumpy, I think. Actually, I think some of that stuff in like the past hundred or so years has been a little like uh they might they're I feel like the scientist response now is like, well, maybe a little of that attitude change was overstated like a little bit. Like he was still kind of a huge dick. Before? Yeah. Like, well, it doesn't matter. He still had a railroad spike go through his sure. head. So, like, the personality change, regardless, if this little tiny insect thing that could fit through your ear is trying to just knead its way to your demise, mm-hmm. it's going to have to work a little bit harder considering that the railroad spike wasn't enough to do the job. Well, the railroad spike hit him in just the right place, I think. But it's still like it carved a trench into his head. <laughs> like, it hit him. It went through his skull. It took out way more of his brain at one time than that insect thing was doing in probably 10 years. Yeah. No, I just remember specifically with that, it was like, mm, people might have gotten a li- little too excited when they were, like, uh, gauging this phenomenon, if you'll forgive the pun. <laughs> well, I mean, they were probably a little excited because the reaction was, holy shit, that went through your head? You're, You're still, still alive? alive? <laughs> like, that's like, yeah, they were excited because, like, how are you still alive? It's a miracle. I mean, we managed to keep you from having an infection, let alone, like, the actual <laughs> yeah. trauma. Do you know what year it is? Because shit still sucks. Gunpowder truly is a miracle. Yeah, I mean, it's basically like we're still in the year where, like, anesthesia was, like, get drunk, kid. Or just, like, I'm going <laughs> to knock you out with ether. How much is I that? I know you're a 12-year-old boy. Uh, it, you're a soldier in the Civil War and I'm about to saw your foot off. Dude, it's not as bad as old school dentistry. They didn't even do anesthesia. You know what they did? They would just reach in with a pair. Like if you had a tooth that was badly like infected or there was a giant cavity in it and they had to remove it, all they mm-hmm. would do is crush it and you would pass out from the pain. Oh, my God. They would just, just reach in with like a pair of flyers. I visceral feeling in my gut the moment you said crush it. <laughs> yeah, so then they would fish while you were passed out, ah! bleeding from the mouth. They would fish around in your gums to try to get all the parts out. <laughs> this is the worst night of my life. I know. Like how it makes Castaway look like bullshit. Like you're like, oh, he's so tough. He knocked his tooth out with an ice skate. Whatever. Humans have been doing way worse to each other for years. And yes. calling it medicine. I'm the dentist. God. <laughs> you imagine? Like, no wonder we were so cruel to each other. It's like, this guy thinks he's helping. It's like a little pain. Gotta hurt to help. Yeah, put a little spit on it. Like, I can't. Oh, it's so painful. My mouth is just... Oh, man. But anyway... Yeah, now that we've gone down like the historical track, the the manga composition track, maybe it's time to call it quits for yeah, the let's night. Let's wrap it up. The Lovers was weak. The Lovers. I had to see how it ended. It's true. But... That you needed to know if JoJo's dad was going to make it. Although I feel like they they were extending it at that point because they knew they had a popular 
series on their hand because the lovers didn't you it made sense that Anyaba's plot line would get two full two episodes, episodes because there was a yeah. lot going on there was not as much going on with that like why didn't the empress get two <laughs> yeah no it's just so that we could have scenes of like jojo having to lay uh, act as a makeshift bridge across a canal yeah i guess maybe they felt like that was necessary like in order to tell this story they needed to so you really did hate dan of steel yeah because otherwise but i hated like, him anyway he was weak yeah he man how did lord dio ever even come to respect you he didn't he just paid him you're just a glorified flesh bud delivery man. I want to know, like, yeah, and also in terms of, like, scariness, like, I was not scarier than Jay Giles or the puppet dude. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. You're not even scary. You're not you're even not scarier, even scarier than Bode. I mean, puppet. honestly, Tower of Grey has been the scariest, like, yes. stand ever. Super fast bug that eats your tongue and actually kind of just, like, the back of your skull and the top of your spine yeah i love how they they like oh yeah he uh he rips out your tongue he just exploded that guy's entire spine <laughs> like you guys that's like a fucking like a like a metonym was it like when you substitute or no it's the schenectady it's like when you yeah. call your car your wheels <laughs> it's like i'm tearing out your tongue it's like you just ate that guy's whole fucking head like he doesn't have a face anymore it's like i got your tongue though you can't say i'm wrong I'm technically correct. I did eat your tongue and everything else. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, you could rip out my tongue, but if you blew up my brainstem, no one would say he died from having his tongue ripped out. <laughs> I don't even know if it would make it on the autopsy report. Listen, I'm an old man. You got I don't have much more time to eat tongues before I die. But, like, the stand eats the tongues. Like, what pleasure does he get out of it except sort of the the sensuality of just mentalizing it? Yeah. And unless the stand is, like, bringing him the tongues. He's like, here, boss. Here you go. <laughs> have a couple more tongues for the old barbecue. It's like, yeah, I'm going to cook up some fine tongues tonight. Lord Dio always keeps me in tongues. That's why I'm his favorite stand. And then Yalba's like, hey, man, come on. He's like, you go compose for the Lord of the Rings movie. And nobody's going to even remember you did it because Annie Lennox did the last one. <laughs> anyway, shall we clap? Sure. All right. One, two, three.